Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. Learn more at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of AutoLine Daily. It is Friday and we have plenty of news and a very hot button poll question to get to later on. So let's get on the road. In a stunning development that will have immediate implications for the United Auto Workers Union, the state of Michigan just enacted right to work legislation. Currently, Michigan is a closed shop state. That is, if a company is unionized, any hourly worker joining that company must join that union. Under right to work legislation, no worker can be forced to join a union or pay union dues. Michigan is the home to the UAW, and this legislation could be devastating for it. In other states that adopted right to work legislation, the impact was immediate and severe. The Wall Street Journal reports that in Wisconsin, almost half of members in the state employees union stopped paying their union dues. One third of teachers stopped paying theirs. In Indiana, 90% of state union workers stopped paying their dues. If this pattern holds true for the UAW, it could be financially crippled within a year. Now it might turn out that UAW workers are more loyal to their union but we are soon going to find out how much solidarity there is in the labor ranks. The Michigan law will go into effect April 1st of next year. So we want to know what you think. This week's AutoLine poll is a fill-in-the-blank question. Do you think Michigan's move to enact right-to-work legislation will, one, hurt the UAW, two, help the UAW, or three, not make any difference? As always, cast your vote by clicking the link under today's show on Autoline.tv. We will review the results on Monday, so make yourself heard. Ford's in the doghouse with Consumer Reports again. Previously, the magazine slammed the company's My Ford Touch infotainment system. Now it's criticizing Ford's fuel economy claims. Tests done by Consumer Reports show that the Fusion Hybrid and C-Max Hybrid fall way short of their 47 MPG combined EPA rating. The Fusion only got a combined 39 MPG, while the C-Max only averaged 37. And you know, this is exactly what we here at AutoLine experienced in these cars. But you know, it's not just Ford. In my time in the Toyota Prius C and V, the C fell six miles per gallon short and the V was off by nine and Honda was sued earlier in the year because the Civic Hybrid did not live up to its fuel economy claims either. Earlier hybrids seemed to nail their EPA numbers with ease, so we need to find out what's changed with the latest generation of hybrid technology. Looks like those event data recorders, or black boxes, are going to become standard on all light-duty cars and trucks. The White House Office of Management Budget made it official yesterday and that allows the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to publish its final regulation. About 92% of all vehicles today have black boxes, but now that's going to go to 100% of all light-duty vehicles. 
Here's some new technology on the fuel economy front, but from a wheel no less. This is the Evolve Hybrid Wheel by LAX. Not hybrid in the sense that they're made only for hybrid vehicles, but in the sense that they're constructed from multiple materials. The Evolve wheel has a lightweight aluminum backbone that's covered with a hybrid composite outer surface. Not only is the wheel lighter, it's more aerodynamic. LAX tested its wheel on a 2013 Ford Focus SE, noting a 0.04 mpg increase in the city and 1.1 mile per gallon increase on the highway using the same size wheel as the stock version. Mazda wants to change the public's perception about diesel engines, so it's going to race them using a synthetic biofuel no less. It's a great story and that is coming up next. Clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Why? Higher take rates, lower cost of ownership, longer range and better fuel mileage, lower CO2 emissions. Clean diesel, good, economical, functional. Bosch, invented for life. Audi has been incredibly successful racing diesel engines in long distance races. Same with Peugeot, and now Mazda's about to do the same thing. John Doonan is the director of motorsports for Mazda North America, and I asked him to tell us about their latest effort. So Mazda wrote a lot of the record books in racing with the rotary. So we've opened up a new chapter here with the Skyactiv diesel technology. Uh, in uh, the LA Auto Show today, we were able to announce it's gonna be in the Mazda 6. Uh, it will debut at the Rolex 24 Daytona. First time a diesel-powered race car has ever raced at the Rolex 24, so we're thr thrilled to be breaking that ground. Uh, we'll have four cars there. Uh, certainly the whole suite of Skyactiv technology is a race engineer's dream. Lighter weight body panels, more rigid and strengthened and more safe chassis, lighter weight and more efficient trannies, and a lighter weight and more efficient engine that uh, is going to allow us to go the same race distance as our competitors on 30% less fuel. If diesels get so much better fuel economy, that's got to translate into fewer pit stops, right? So yes, uh, in fact, uh, we'll have a, about a 14-gallon fuel tank. So as uh, we're fueling uh, rather quickly, uh, we'll be passing people in the pits as well as being able to go further than them uh, on the racetrack. Um, so we're really excited about it. Um, the engine has performed extremely well on the dyno. We've got uh, over 60 hours on one particular engine, and that's running laps at Daytona. Every shift, every corner, every acceleration, every deceleration. Uh, so we've proved it on the dyno, and now we're going to go and prove it uh, in the most grueling 24-hour race in North America. Okay, that's all very fine and good, but I asked John Doonan to give me some specific numbers about the engine's output counterintuitive on the compression, uh, both uh, on the, the diesel and the gas engine, 14 to 1 on gas, 14 to 1 on diesel. Um, in general, the, the target for the Grand Am class is about 400 horsepower and somewhere to the tune of 450 foot-pounds of torque. Uh, so the guys are going to have to make sure the old uh, seat belts and the Hans device are strapped down tight because uh, it's definitely going to be strong, especially on restarts. You can see that thing climbing up uh, the banking at Daytona, uh, you know, approaching the prototypes because of the torque. Uh, but the guys are excited about it. It's certainly going to make a, a whooshing sound versus the, uh, the pierce of the rotary. Uh, but we're, we're very fortunate to be able to be aligned with not only the Skyactiv technology launch, but a new vehicle launch in the Mazda 6. Race engines tend to be built by hand using prototype parts, but that's not the track that Mazda's taking. 
We go racing to tell uh, the story of how uh, our engines and our vehicles are built with reliability, uh, quality parts, and durability. The first five engines off the assembly line in Javan, the first five production engines, were shipped to SpeedSource to begin development in Coral Springs, Florida. So in the end, the castings and the quality of the parts allow us to use over 200 part numbers on the race engine that are from the production engine. And uh, if you did it by weight, it's over 63% by weight of the production engine is used in the race engine. So when we're done with that Rolex 24 and we've shown that the thing will go the distance at that power level and at that torque level, it gives the confidence to the consumer that's considering a Mazda 6 that when they turn the key in the driveway, it's going to have that same level of quality and reliability. Mazda loves to go racing to build its brand, but I asked John Doonan if this was more about changing the public's perception about diesel engines. Yeah, the, the, the very unique uh, thing about this is uh, when you push the starter button on the dyno, there's no smoke at startup, there's no after treatment, we won't be using a particulate filter, um, and, and the fuel that we're going to be using is absolutely uh, synthetic, renewable, diesel fuel. It's as clear as a bottle of water, has no odor, and uh, even on refueling it doesn't foam. So uh, it, it's, it's a fuel uh, produced uh, out of uh, Dynamic Fuels, uh, which is a joint venture between Tyson Food Company and uh, Centrolium out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're going to know soon enough how Mazda's diesels perform on the racetrack. The 24 Hours of Daytona runs at the end of next month. And that concludes another week of AutoLine Daily. But don't forget, the Automotive Insight doesn't end here. You can follow us seven days a week through Twitter and Facebook, where we post photos and provide instant impressions of the cars that we're test driving. Follow us at twitter.com slash AutoLine or like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash AutoLine Network. Well, that's it for today's show. See you back here on Monday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.